Adam, good morning. Morning, Jack. Good to see you again. I haven't seen you for a while. <laughs> That's it. always a true day. statement, you know. I've been mean, a while. What does a while mean? One minute or 400 days, you know? That's right. <laughs> one of my favorite shows is The Office. I remember there's the one scene where Pam is uh, in charge of, you know, installing the new copier. And the guy comes by and says, well, when's it going to be set up, right? Because it's been sitting there for, for some time. She goes, it'll be set up in a while. Well, what does a while mean? It could mean like a few days. She goes, well, is, that, is that what a while means to you? He goes, well, yeah. He goes, well, it'll be ready in a while. <laughs> right? So your point is like, <laughs> whatever your definition of a while is going to be, we'll go with that. So, yeah. So whether it's a few minutes or a few days or a few months, it's been a while. That's right. Good to see you, Jack. <laughs> yeah. So what are we going to chat about today? Taking, taking experiences from our coaching practice. We like to take those experiences and mold them into a, a discussion like we're having right now. You know, our coaching practice with maximum value partners. Some people have never heard of that who have listened to this. But that's the uh, that's the parent of Dirty Secrets of Small Business, and uh, we're here every week with one good discussion, and we have a lot of fun doing it. And today we're going to talk about something that we uh, kind of gleaned from one of our coaching clients, and uh, has to do with basically hiring people. When do you pull the trigger on that? When do you do it? How in the world do you come up with a conclusion like that as a small business owner? You're mulling over the pros and cons of somebody for weeks, months, and all of a sudden you lose them because they got another job somewhere else. Or, you know, your the complaints from one of your trusted employees, basically, that we need more help here, boss. We need somebody with higher, maybe higher skills. We got to make a decision on this. And you still maul, maul it over, maul it over. What all of a sudden happens where you finally make a decision one way or another? We like to say it's, you know, you're looking at your profit plan. You're trying to weigh the impact of costs on that and benefits. The problem is the benefits are very elusive at this point. <laughs> the cost is very real. So how do you make that decision? Good. It's a good question in terms of the timing of it, right? And it's... It's something we talk about a lot, Jack, whether it be on the show here, or like you mentioned in our coaching practice, but the owners and most <laughs> owners will spend a lot of time thinking about and talking about their people. You have a lot of questions, you know, it might be, hey, do I have the right people? Um, are they doing the right things? You know, do I need more or different people? And, and, and perhaps like we're saying here, one of the most vexing questions is, okay, is it time to hire someone else? Now, whether that, you know, to your point, Jack, whether, whether that be to replace somebody or just say hey, we need to we need, we need to add some different bodies here, right? And so this is often the case that we see with companies that are going through some pretty good growth, or you got folks who are kind of stuck bumping along, where the, this becomes an issue in terms of trying to find the right time uh, to hire people. Now we live in a, a day and age, Jack, where where people are hoping that technology can solve a lot of these issues. And systems can solve these issues. I, I, you know, I don't need I don't need more people, Jack. I just need some more technology and some more systems. And that'll that'll take care of all my growth, right? Yeah, that's well, a big reason. That's a good big reason. Yeah, you know, somehow, some way, get get rid of these people. Right. So, so is that really is that really where we're going? 
<laughs> I don't think so, especially especially when it comes to small business, Jack. Right, the the people's part is still very very important, and and the key there is having the right people. As we've talked about a number of times, and and trying to figure those folks out. But so, how do you try to sense if it's the right time? Because it's like anything else. What you don't want to do, it's like it's like when you're buying stocks. Everybody always says, well, you know, you buy low and sell high, Jack. Right? Okay, that's that's great. That's great great guidance. How the heck do I do that? Right? So you want to try to time the hiring of somebody where it's the right time, meaning meaning what? Well, gee, I don't want to hire somebody six months or two years too early because then I'm paying somebody that, you know, that, that I'm not getting the full you know the full benefit from them, right? Or they're worried like, gee, I can't afford I can't afford this person, Jack. How often do we hear that, right? Yeah, Jack, oh, can't afford boy. this person. We, we we hear it often and we hate it when we hear it. It's so wrongly wrongly uh, assumed. Well, one of the things we try to do to help re- reframe that, that's a, that's a big part of what we do from our coaching standpoint is help to reframe stuff, okay? And so one of the things we often will do is, hey, if somebody says that, hey, I can't afford this person, this person's really expensive, that's usually because they're looking at an annual salary. Maybe, hey, I'm hiring somebody that's a six-figure salary for the first time, Jack, and they can get that, that lump in the throat, right? Got, got swallow hard because I don't know if I can, I can quite take that on. Well, don't look at it as a hundred thousand dollar investment today, right? We like said, look, look at it as a ninety a ninety day investment. Look at it instead of a hundred thousand. Look at it maybe being twenty five thousand dollar investment. And the reason we say that is, if you have somebody you bring them on board, especially at that level, within the first ninety days, probably within the first sixty to thirty days, actually, you'll have a good sense of, hey, is this is the right hire or not the right hire. And if it's not the right hire, okay, well the key is we'll make a decision quickly. Say, hey, oops. I made a mistake. That's that's a just right. Versus no, this is the right the right person and the, and the right person meaning that when they come on board, they're going to add a ton of value to what's going on. And a big part of what you're hoping for when you're hiring key people like that is to provide some relief, some relief. And that's usually where you know you get that sense. So you're you're saying you know in, in the opening here, Jack, you often have your team kind of barking at you saying, "Hey, it's pretty busy here, boss. You know, we we could use another." another body or two or 10, right? Kind of thing, right? <clears throat> and so you, can, you might see it in terms of your team. You know, your team's working a lot of overtime or they're, they're, they're kind of on edge or they're, they're, they're kind of going there. Or maybe, maybe you as the owner are feeling a little bit burned out, you know? And, and that's okay to go through some, some rough patches where you, know, you got to put in some, some, some hard time for a few months or a few quarters or maybe a year or so, right? But that shouldn't be an ongoing permanent thing, Jack. It's just not sustainable to keep to keep working <clears throat> under twenty hour weeks day in and day out, and really, you know, and do well doing that. Right? That's not that, that's not the goal. And so, trying to figure out, you know, when do you when do you bring them in, and and figure out the timing because there's never the perfect time. There really isn't. Um, but we see sometimes people wait too long, and it's almost more dangerous, I think, to wait too long versus bringing them in too early. Well, the people look and make that decision without putting it in in its proper perspective. You can gain in a 90-day trial period, which is what you're talking about here, you can gain a lot of good information in that 90 days. We're talking about, you know, much higher than an entry-level person here. And they'll bring some wealth of experience to the table. They'll look at your business objectively as they're going through their 90-day period. And they'll come up with ideas and suggestions that might take you years if you ever come to it, that conclusion. 
And <clears throat> to to bring someone on and worry about the cost, the cost is put right front and center and it stays there like a whole year, like you just said, $100,000 person. Uh, break it down into quarters because that's all you got to expose yourself to. So from a cost standpoint, <clears throat> it it isn't the big risk that it's made out to be. It's more mythical than it is uh, realistic. Yeah, it's usually coming down to where we need. Um, there's often the case where we see, Jack, where a company will get to a certain level. And we, we often see that level maybe around the million-dollar level. And usually the owner can kind of bring them to a certain, bring that, that, that company to a certain level. But then once you get beyond that, it, it, it takes more than just that one person. It takes more than just the drive of the owner to kind of move things along. And so if the folks you're hiring along the way are, are growing with you, you may not need to hire a lot of new people as you kind of grow. Because again, the people that are with you are growing along with you. Unfortunately, what we usually see is you bring people in and they, and they kind of stay at a certain level. And then the company starts to kind of grow and they're starting to lag behind. You don't necessarily notice it right away, right? It's, uh, it's like having kids, right? You don't notice them growing up until somebody comes and says, hey, gee, I see, your, I see Junior's changed a lot here in the last six months or two. Oh, yeah, didn't realize that, right? Well, it comes in with freshly, like, gee, hey, things aren't working qu quite so well. All of a sudden, we have some more upset customers or deliveries aren't happening the way they're supposed to be. <laughs> Or we're having trouble collecting collecting money from customers. Also, there's there's different signs of those stresses start to kind of show up. It's the the proverbial wheels on the bus start to shake, Jack. Right, and so okay, well the wheels are shaking. What do we do? Well, do we grip on the wheel tighter? So okay, let's hold on. You know, hold on for dear life. Versus, hey, that might be a little sign that hey, it's time to either we need to add some people to our to our organization, or maybe we, we need to to swap some people out in terms of what's kind of going on. And We've seen that happen a lot. You know, we had, we had a client years ago who uh, it was more the issue of kind of bumping along where they were kind of stuck, where the company was being held back because some key people weren't really kind of growing with the company. And it was almost 18 months into our engagement where, where, where the client had finally made some changes to the organization. And he, he said, hey, why don't you just tell me day one, all I had to do was just fire everybody and start from scratch. <laughs> and we said that would have went well right right he goes well you guys have you guys have that answer so, well that's not necessarily the answer or it's not necessarily that you know people often look for jack here's the playbook right and if, if i just follow the playbook from step one to two to three okay and, and things are just going to work out you know tremendously right and what's often missing from that and, and people may get confused with that we, you know, we often talk on the show here about our seven keys to success that which is you know the basis of our coaching practice jack and the seven keys to success isn't the what I would call the playbook, Jack, per se, in terms of you got to do you know this step and this. And if you do all these 75 different things in this way, it's going to work out exactly you know, as is, Jack. It's more, <clears throat> what do you have to focus on? What are the things that you need to be worrying about as the owner? And, and, and right in the middle of those seven keys, key number four is your organization plan. That's the people part of it. And it's a, it's a key thing holding it all together because the people are a big, big deal. And there isn't a right way or exactly here's the exact thing. It, it's that's why I say it, it, it's a little bit of a feel thing as we're prepping for the show. You talk about that, Jack, where it's it's kind of a feel thing at times too. In terms, of, hey, do we need something right now, or hey, is, this, is it just a temporary thing? So the last thing you want to do is, is you want to you know bring somebody on. Also, it was just a temporary thing, right? It was a temporary thing. So to, to, to kind of make those decisions are often tough for folks because because they aren't. You know, they're kind of getting in their own way. They're finding reasons maybe not to do it or 
Well, hey, people can make it another another week. <clears throat> becomes another month. All of a sudden, it becomes another year, right? And then, hey, one of your key people gives you two week notice, Jack. Then it, you know it becomes okay. Then it starts at that point. It's almost like you you've waited too long, right? They, you know, chances are that they're giving their notice because I don't say you've been abusing them, but again, you, you've been stretching and stretching and stretching, and they're saying, hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm only be able to stretch so far. The grass might seem greener somewhere else where you know, I can get back to some normalcy. So it, it, it's it's having that, you know, being in touch with what's going on with your people too is a big part of this in terms of kind of where they're at, what the frustration that, that they're feeling. Is it just you feeling it or is it the entire organization kind of kind of feeling that where maybe it was a lot of fun at your at your <clears> place <throat> for a while? Maybe it's not so fun anymore. Maybe it's, you know, again, and people often will, will, will kind of further brow at us, Jack. So what, do, what do you mean you're supposed to have fun at work? It's called work for a reason, right? We're, we're working, right? And it's like, well, yeah, you're working and doing stuff, and you, but you should be enjoying it. You should be enjoying the people you're doing with. You should, you should be, you shouldn't feel like you're kind of you know, constantly battling uphill things, right? It, it should be, it should be some fun, you know? And so looking for some of those signs to have that feel, to have that, have the pulse on your organization in terms of how are things going? And identifying when it's a time to, you know, again, bring some new blood on board in terms of what's kind of going on. Well, it's a, you know, it's it's a situation that many business owners or small businesses don't have the experience of bringing on a good person, a good a good employee. You know, you try, but often you don't hit the mark. But when you do have a good employee, the way you feel from a stress standpoint. From the way the organization gets lifted uh, is incomprehensible. It, it's it's something that basically once you experience it, you can become more decisive with bringing on an employee because you know the the organization you've lived through it. The organization improves if you get the right employee. And where again, we're talking key people rather than entry level people. And it's it can be a big decision because of the dollars. And the impact, what if I'm wrong? What you know, and you get paralyzed by this indecision because you haven't experienced it. And I think that's one of the things that push when we say a million dollar threshold of sales. I think that that's one of the things that sort of pushes through that that million dollar. You get somebody, all of a sudden you got a good buddy, you got a good partner, and things happen. You can become more decisive, you're more relaxed, you're all these these uh conditions that can happen with high stress it's i I don't want to make a mistake you know and then so nothing happens but something does always happen right right it isn't it isn't uh going to be by plan and design it's just going to the issue will be forced your stress will bubble up to be a real problem you got to take time off or uh you know things just aren't getting done so when when do you make that why is it so hard is again like most of this stuff is very subjective and uh i don't know i think decisiveness is the biggest one of the biggest problems that goes underreported right well we see we see a lot like your point jack that that, that one person <laughs> makes make a huge huge difference when it comes to especially when it comes to a small business but if you have the right people on board what, what often happens is, is the growth starts to accelerate pretty quickly. And so we've seen that happen a lot where folks, they get the right or a new person or two on board and all of a sudden the company then doubles within within a couple of years. And, you know, well, that sounds all 
well and sexy, Jack. You know, doubling a company in, in a couple of years can also create tremendous stresses as well. Oh, and yeah, you, started, you, you started to learn a lot about your team at that point, what's kind of going on. And the way we often will guide our clients is, you know, as the owner, you'd like to have a handful of people you can kind of work through. So whether you're, you know, <clears throat> whether you've got a company that's got, you know, five employees, you've got 50 employees or somewhere in between, you know, if you're working with um, a handful of key people, then, you know, working through them, that keeps your, your sanity kind of somewhat in check. If you're trying to manage 10 people, 20 people, 40 people yourself, it goes, you know, you, you go absolutely bonkers in terms of what's kind of going on. So having those good people on board and starting to kind of work through those people, the, the idea becomes, well, you aren't worried about as much the other 30 people. You're worried about those five people that you're working primarily with because then they're worried about the other 30 people. Kind of. So it's starting to kind of get to the level where you sort of say, okay, how do I work through my team and make sure I have those right people who are on board and working through them and seeing how far are they going to take us, right? Because again, you know, and, and we hear these phrases a lot, hey, the, 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 you know, what got you here won't get you there, whatever that might be, right? So same thing's true for the people. Hey, the people that got you here may not necessarily get you there in terms of what you're trying to, you know, you're trying to be able to do. And so just like we talk about, you know, in terms of you as the owner, maybe they'll get your business from zero to a million bucks. Okay, well, that's great. But you, you, you know, in and of yourself or primarily being you can't necessarily take it from a million to two million. You're going to need at least another person, maybe another two people to kind of get there. Right. And so it's making some of those choices where you have to make that investment. And one of the things we often try to talk to people about is having that kind of more investment mindset and that bigger picture mindset. And you touched on something earlier, Jack, you know, you know, being our profit plan, which is key number two in terms of our seven keys. The profit plan is, as we often refer to it here, we, you know, it's that word people use, that, that B word, that budget word, right? But what that does is that it, the magical power with that is it has everything in there. All right, it's forecasting our sales, all of our expenses. It kind of shows what's going on. So if I were to hire a new person or replace a person, right, what does that mean just financially? So, it, you know, it's a real thing, Jack, right? At the end of the day, hey, you know, there might be certain times where it's it's easier to hire somebody than others. I, you know, I have some more free cash flow available. I got more money saved up. Or I got whatever it might be. I, I have the funds available. So being able to kind of see that helps to do those kind of things. But we know, Jack, most owners of small companies do not have a profit plan in place that they're kind of looking at. It's it's all going based on guts for the most part in terms of trying to get that that feel. And so if you're struggling with something like this, that's what we, we often encourage people to do. And, you know, it's funny, we were just talking to, to a client yesterday about this too, um, as we look at the hourly versus salary mentality and this whole, this whole idea, the 40-hour work okay, week and all this stuff that we've 40 been... 40-hour work week is, is not a friend of 2021, that's for sure. <laughs> right. The thinking is, is really old and obsolete. Well, it's something that, that that we've been fighting for a while, Jack. In terms of that, and we try to focus people on the, the idea of the value that somebody's kind of bringing, right? And so, if you look at, you know, so so some people it's easier to see, right? Say I bring somebody in from a production standpoint, so I know that I bring that person in. If I bring that person in, I expect that I can now produce X dollars in revenue from that, right? That usually becomes a you know a much easier decision because I can say, hey, you know, if I bring that person on, I, I kind of see what it, what I expect. One of the toughest roles to kind of bring on, Jack, will be one of those more support roles or in the administrative side of things, right? Because you can't necessarily see, well, hey, I bring this person in and they're going to increase my sales, increase my you know revenue. How are they going to pay for themselves, Jack? That's often what they try to figure out. <clears throat> and <clears throat> we try to explain it in a lot of different ways and different people that, that get brought on, whether it be from a financial standpoint, whether it be from a from more of a you know like a people you know HR type standpoint. 
the, the value that they bring is often they can't see it until they're kind of experiencing it, I guess, you know, because you know, they don't know what they don't know to a certain extent. Exactly. Yeah. So, so some of those choices become much more difficult from that standpoint to kind of bring them on. But it's it's looking at, hey, if I bring this person on, what's what's it going to add to the organization? What's it going to free up in terms of I have my, my other people now, right? Because the other, if you have eight people and you're bringing a new person on board, well, those eight people are doing some version of what that ninth person is going to do now anyway, right? They may be doing it not as well or not doing it full time, but that stuff's kind of getting done. So it's a matter of kind of you sort of repurpose what's getting getting done, at, you know, as part of your organization. And there are a lot of times as you kind of grow, those very part-time roles become more more part-time or maybe more full-time. And so it's understanding what you need and also different skills that you need, right? Different skills and experience that you need that you didn't need day one, but maybe you need it when you have a million dollars in sales. You need it when you're a couple million dollars in sales. And so this, at some point you need to start to make those investments and, and say, Hey, I'm placing a bet here because I'm betting on us. I'm betting on our company that this is going to, this is going to work. And the key is I find that right person to plug in there. And I know if I had that right person there, Jack, that's going to take us to that, whatever that next level you're trying to get to. Makes all the difference in the world. That's right. We've seen it happen many times. You get that person that, that has skills for solving the problems that you've identified, you know, in the first place for going out and hiring this person. And if you luck out and get the right kind of person, then all boats are, are lifted. And it, uh, it works real well and it feels terrific. And if you do that and get to the point, Jack, where you can then start to remove yourself from the day-to-day operations. And that's a big that's, deal for a lot of folks. So they, they tell me, hey, I, I want to get more time, right? And so when, when you hear entrepreneurs say that, Jack, what does that mean? It, you know, it, it doesn't mean that, that, that they want to just go and screw around a lot or, or, or take naps all the time. You know, they, they, they've been caught up in those here a little bit, right? But in general, it just means they want some more time to kind of you know, get away and think about the business, but also to, 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 to maybe get involved in some different things too. You know, if all of a sudden, you know, as you look around and see folks who own multiple companies, well, how do they do that, right? Well, they're doing it because they aren't they aren't down in the weeds day to day in terms of what the, what's going on. They have some good people who they're working through and they're directing and managing, you know, those folks. But they aren't they, they aren't into the weeds the way maybe you're thinking about it as as you are doing it, you know, from from an owner standpoint. And so, getting those people on board is key. So, you know your first hire isn't going to be that person's going to take things over for you and run it. So you can kind of step away, right? That, 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 that may be one of your last hires. Okay. In terms of what, in terms of what you're doing, but you got to get used to bringing those good people on board and, and, and making that investment in your business because the people are still key, right? You, you got you to balance those two between, yeah, the temptation to invest in all this technology and all these systems, that, that, that's great. But we still need people, Jack, to be able to run those, especially when it comes to small business. And one of the, the, the big separators with small businesses is the people. And you can feel it with companies that, that are run well. Think about experiences you have in your life going to, you know, a retail or, or a shop or, or a restaurant or as you're shopping online, just the experiences that you have. And some seem so easy and friendly and easy to use. And some are just much more clunky and more of a pain in the butt. Well, why is that? Well, the systems are part of that, Jack. I, I, we contend that the people are a big part of that as well. And it's time to get the you know get those good people and bring them on board for you and your team to help you get through whatever you're at. And if you're stuck somewhere, or to help through that growth to kind of bring that relief that you need for the organization. It's healthy all the way around. You know, your personal health is is going to be affected. The organization itself is going to be affected, and it's just it's a it's a multi-win situation. And you can surprise yourself if you can get a good person 
what impact that'll have on the company. Tremendous impact. So when do you make that first decision? When do you make that decision? When's the right time to bring on somebody? Well, I tell you what, Jack, the <clears> fact <throat> that, 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 that you're listening to the show right now, it tells me it's probably something that, that's on your mind. So now is probably the time. You know, the, the, the fact that you're thinking about it, that's usually a sign that, hey, it's, it, it was maybe time a little while ago. So, you know, start looking for that person, figure out if you have your next hire, what would make the biggest impact in a positive way on your business? What person, you know, what, what role would that be? And start to get some good, start looking for that person. And you know, what's funny too, Jack, is we see it all the time with our clients. They start to kind of get that, that, that position, you know, you know, framed out here a little bit. People magically start to appear, right? <clears throat> hey, gee, I was just talking to somebody the other day, Jack, and they mentioned somebody that was just like that, right? Or, hey, I was at, you know, I was at a holiday party and all of a sudden, you know, I bumped into, hey, wait a minute. Okay. You could fit there, right? All of a sudden, what happens is it's now it's now top of mind. So you start to then notice things or see things. So, you know, the whole thing of you, you hear people kind of talking things into fruition or talking things into being. That's, that's a big part of how, how it works because it's at your top mm -hmm. of mind. So, hey, we got to find something like this. And it's not only you as the owner doing it. You want your people out there looking for those, for those folks as well. And, again, having those great people on board, that one next person could be – it can make all the difference for you going into next year. It could be fantastic for you. That's right. Couldn't agree more. All right. So that's enough on the timing of when to hire somebody, Jack. And uh, we want to you know, thank you for listening to our show today. We, If you've missed any of our prior shows, you can get them all at our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. Uh, we have this is episode 292. We got another 291 before this, and they're all pretty much evergreen shows that are good you know, you know, throughout the years in terms of uh, lessons that, that we teach as well as interviews that we've done with different entrepreneurs. Um, if you um, have a smart device, we, we'd encourage you to go wherever your favorite podcast player might be, whether it be Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, you subscribe to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. We typically drop a new episode every Thursday uh, Thursday morning, so it'll be delivered right to, your, right to your device, and you can listen to all the episodes from there as well. If you have questions, comments, or things you don't see, you can go on our, our Dirty Secrets of uh, smallbusiness.com website, click on the episodes button. There's a search button there. Put your question in, and you, usually you'll find multiple episodes that will kind of address that question. If you don't find an episode addressing that question, please send it to us. We'd be happy to, to kind of answer it for you and put together a show. You can email us at radio at maximumvp.com or give us a call at 877-849-0670. All right, that's the show for today. Thank you for listening, and we will speak with you all next week. See you next week, Adam. Yeah.